it's time once again for another episode of Co-Founders Radio. Broadcasting live from the Pro Business Channel studios in Atlanta. And now, here's your host, Rich Casanova. All right, we are locked and loaded and excited. Uh, I don't know how many coffees I've had today, but not enough. You can never have too many coffees, um, unless you're a tea drinker, and we're okay with those people too, yeah. So, um, Rich Casanova on another exciting episode of the Co-Founders Podcast and uh, from our Atlanta studios here on the Pro Business Channel Studio Network uh, with our billion-dollar view. I don't know why we always say that we're on radio, but actually we are now uh, incorporating a lot of live feed on Periscopes and Facebooks and all that good stuff. Um, so thanks for joining us, and if you're listening or listening to uh, any of our episodes, you're welcome to submit a guest request. Just go to Co-Founders Podcast. Dot com and where we uh, have conversations with those folks that are making things happen whether they, and the reason why we don't we didn't incorporate the word startup because uh, we're looking for folks that are co-founders there could be two or three or five of these folks that are starting up a company but we want to re- revisit their stages throughout they go not because at some point uh, like your college student you're no longer in college right you, you graduate as a startup then you can't be on startup radio anymore so co-founders is about those people just starting today or Years down the road, whether it's the founders, co-founders of Home Depot, right? So at one point, they were a startup, So, um, and we are ready to roll. So let's introduce our uh, guest here joining us in our studio, uh, Liv Sagan. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. So, And, and we met uh, at one of our events recently, and was, I think it was the Co-Founders Lab. It was. Event. All right, well, appropriately uh, um, timed on that one, which, by the way, is um, Co-Founders Lab is a... Uh, and 45 markets now, and we just brought it to Atlanta as the ambassadors. And a shout out once again to WeWork for hosting that and also sponsoring this show. So, um, so Liv, let's talk um, your story. So, give us a little backstory before we jump into business. Um, you're from New Zealand. <laughs> not, not quite, unless rural Bartow County is teleported. Okay, nice. Um, I'm originally from Cartersville. Um, okay. I went to school at Southern Polytechnic State University, uh, right. which it forever shall be named. It is not Kennesaw. Yeah, now it's all, it's a big <laughs> conglomerate, but you were one of the uh, originals. Yes. Um, I uh, spent four years at WGHR, the noise of Southern Poly, which is one of my proudest achievements in life. Um, I am married. I have a teenage dog she's 17 years old and we live up in northern Gwinnett County Um, so by day I run a marketing agency that I founded seven years ago if you ever want to get to know me I always tell the story of how that was founded uh, which is pretty simple Um, I was 18 years old it was the height of the financial crisis and I needed to pay rent and I needed beer money (laughs) and so I went around the trifecta exactly so I went uh, to a whole bunch of small businesses um, because I I was completely convinced, despite the fact that I had only had a Facebook account for six months, that I could get them to pay me to run theirs, Um, which is just a whole bunch of not knowing what I was doing and being way too bold for my own good. Um, And by the end of the week, I I walked into a bunch of businesses and convinced them to pay me. And I woke up that Monday morning, having drank all my beer money and paid rent to a whole bunch of emails asking, when are we going to set up meetings? When are (laughs) we going to get this rolling? And uh, I realized, oh, oh crap, I have to you, do this now. You had one of those uh, <laughs> Scooby-Doo rut row moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and there weren't a ton of resources and lots of how-to guides like there are now right. if you're getting started in social media. So I very much learned and experimented and 
kind of played around and, and my clients were very happy because no one knew what good social media looked yeah, like back exactly, then. Yeah. Uh, so I could completely screw up and no one would ever know. <laughs> and I realized that I totally loved it and I was very good at it. And I've been doing it ever since. I've consistently had clients um, for seven years now. Um, wow. So I'm in my mid-20s with a going on, or we're going to see 10 years before I, I hit 30, uh, your wow. old business. And um, the business we're here to talk about today actually grew out of that. Um, it, the, the company I run by day is called The Sister Geek Consulting. You can visit us at thesistergeek.com. Um, but the company, so are there other sisters involved in that? Or no, I'm... just me. Um, <laughs> there is an amazing story behind the name, but it will cost you a beer or a month of retainer in order to hear it. Okay, well, we'll have a beer later. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so the company we're talking about today grew, grew out yeah. of that experience. And that company is uh, Casmio? Casmio, yes. And uh, what's the origins of that name? Um, that name does not have a cool story. It oh, has really? A <laughs> well, we'll make up one before the end of the show, yeah. I know, right? Um, I, I wish it... <laughs> Send I wish in it your did. suggestions, yeah. Yeah, please. Give me an elaborate backstory to Casmio. Email it to live at thesistergeek.com. The yeah. more elaborate, I will give away a free consulting session that's if gr- it is amazing enough. That's that's a great idea because people will, <laughs> from here on will ask you what's the backstory, right? Exactly. So you, you have, if you have uh, someone that contributes and, and creates this great story mm-hmm. for you, um, then you can tell that legitimately, and exactly. then but just put the asterisk on there mm-hmm. as told by yeah. yeah Getting yeah. contacted by me yeah. uh, if you have an amazing story behind uh, the Casmio name C A S T M I O. I will absolutely give you full credit. Because obviously I'm thinking the word cast like a uh, cast of characters, but also thinking the old Casmio watch. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I don't know. We'll um, we'll we'll leave that to the experts. <laughs> so um so now fast forward to today. So this is a new venture, a new startup this, for this you. Is, and yes. what's the uh premise of uh this venture? So Casmio actually grew out of a need um that I've had in my life. It's I always say it's um exactly for people like me of which there are many. It is um a platform for content creators and for people who hire or are looking to hire content creators. Okay. Um I have an awful lot of content that I have created over seven years of running other people's social media, I've created marketing materials, and a lot of it's very digital. Um, And there are only a couple of options for if a new client's coming on board and say they want to see my portfolio. Well, there's a lot of it. Going back through that, finding the relevant pieces that they might be interested in, pulling those into things that look good, that look like campaigns. Um, It's achieved either through building out my own website um, or kind of adapting some portfolio websites that don't quite work right for what I'm trying to do, showing off a campaign or something like that. Um, But usually my clients want a giant PDF. It's huge. I cannot stress the size of my body of work put into a PDF format. Um, So Casmio is designed to solve that problem. Okay. It's designed to take the digital content that I've created, that any other content creator has has developed, and lay it out in a fashion that is integrated and organized, um, which are the two biggest things when we went out and did some market research um, that people really wanted. They wanted it to talk to Facebook. They wanted to talk to Twitter. (laughs) And they wanted to be able to organize it in the way that we think about our work. Um, so if it's, I'm live tweeting an event, say a fair or a festival, um, I would like to be able to present all of that content together to be able to explain what it is, what the end goals were, what the metrics were and tie that and that content together. Um, a lot of people who create this digital content, especially copy focused content, 
we aren't designers. I am not a designer. I married one. I have a creative <laughs> right. director. Um, I am a terrible designer. And so yeah. whenever it came time to lay all this stuff out, I always had to reach for help. Um, so Caspio was created to both make that content very visible and very accessible, but also to make um, people looking to hire people uh, who create that content to make it easier for them to find us. Yeah, because um, we often say, you know, it used to be cash is king. Now it's content is king. Mm -hmm. And content will drive cash flow, mm -hmm. right? Um, but having said that, so I've always been a little bit, um, not baffled, but uh, wondering how someone not in that space or not within the organization can create content about that company. Mm -hmm. I mean, what's the process or is that just a skill set or, or did, it's almost, I would uh, look to them almost as a re putting on the reporter hat, if you will, investigative reporting about that entity or that industry, or are they generating content about the industry, not necessarily about the company? So, I came to content writing in a very different way than I, I feel like most of the social media folks did. Um, before I did anything else, I actually started out as a ghostwriter. Um, okay. And my particular superpower um, <laughs> was being able to sound so much like an original author that I was able to stitch um, right. pre-existing works together. Um, so if someone wasn't able to finish a novel for any right. reason, there were two chapters left out, um, they would come to somebody like me and I would be able to create that content or create that that particular piece of written work um, and no one would be able to tell the difference. Right. So I started out creating content by literally becoming whoever it was I was supposed okay. to, to sound like. Um, that's actually morphed into our um, the agency that I run, um, our specialty being being that brand, being that mm -hmm. voice. Um, so there is a lot of doing a deep dive, reading every single thing that that brand has right. written. Um, I'm going through that process this morning. Uh, I read, I re for three hours, read through every single tweet that one of my new clients had oh, written. Wow. <laughs> um, I there was a lot of scrolling, but at the end of it, I had a really good understanding okay. of what they sound like, what they what they looked like, and that kind of thing. Um, but Caspio, for for me, as someone who hires people who right. are like me, whenever right. I run out of bandwidth or something like that, right. um, is a super useful full tool. Um, it actually kind of it was born out of a horror story um, right. that, that I had, um, which is I was uh, subcontracted to live cover an event. And I needed a second pair of hands. All my normal people weren't there. I didn't have a photographer. It was a big event. Um, and I needed to get a hold of somebody. So I reached out to a freelancer who sent me over his portfolio, um, which was all kind of screen grabbed images. It was stuff that, um, you know, looking back, I, you know, it, it would be hard to, to guess that it was fake. Okay. Um, he, his resume was completely accurate. Right, right. Um, but all of the tweets and all the metrics that he had given me were completely faked. Wow. Um, one of the, and, and so I took well, him out to the event. Right, right. And, <laughs> um, you know, he showed up and he's sitting there taking really inappropriate selfies with VIP guests right. and is misspelling tweets and all this other stuff. And I'm wow. thinking back to, what it didn't he, add up, yeah. Yeah, it didn't add up at all. Um, and in, in fact, like I had to fire him in the middle of the event. I wow, gave him cash. Uh, yeah, I asked him to leave. Wow. Um, and I actually like recruited one of the interns from the agency I was 
I was kind of subcontracting under. Um, And come to find out, like I looked back and with a little bit more digging was able to see that almost none of those metrics and almost none of that content was really posted by him. He had basically Photoshopped a whole bunch of stuff. Um, And so one of the features of Casmio that's really important to me as someone who hires folks um, is having layers of authentication, of having content that is um, more basically promoted further to the top um, if you can prove that this is what this piece of content did. Um, And that's both, you know, as a content creator, I like to show off. If I've got something that went viral, I want to show everybody about it. Um, But yeah, it's born out of, you know, of that horror story and of it being hard to find content creators who are specialists. If I want to hire somebody who's really freaking good at covering festivals... I, how do you Google that? Right, it's yeah. not something that people it's put true. out there. Right. Um, but if I can search for that piece of content and I can find, a, 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 you know, in our search engine, um, a really well done set of festival coverage. Right. I can say, okay, I want to learn more about this person and then go to their profile and see the rest of their work. So some operative words I'm hearing is, um, it's one thing content, but the uh, it's almost like the creators... That's what you're really looking for, those people that can actually create original content and have that skill set. But you, 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 um, uh, you mentioned something earlier that kind of struck a chord is this idea of your background as a ghostwriter. That really encapsulates, I think, um, if you have those abilities, because you know, we do um, audio, obviously, in the studio, but we, we have folks that are doing their books. And sometimes when uh, we, we talk to people about um, Audible, about somebody you know reading the book, can you anticipate the author would want to read it? But sometimes you need somebody with the different abilities to so so the listener would have uh, a, a better experience listening to maybe not the author is the best person to read their own book on an audio book, right? So mm-hmm. um, so within an organization or you mentioned events, bringing in somebody like yourself or somebody that you work with to create that content on their behalf, right? Yeah. Yes, yes, or yes. Yes and yes. <laughs> um, you know, one of one of the main things that um, hiring a content creator does it, it, that a lot of, especially small business owners, and I, right. I talk a lot about small business owners just because that's what I work with every yeah. single day, um, that they don't realize is it takes, on average, and I have timed this and I have tested right. it with my clients, right. um, on average for a small business owner, um, end to end, it's going to take you 30 minutes to post a piece of content across all of your social media. Oh, yeah. Um, that that's research time. That's figuring out what you're going to say. That's if it's a picture, taking that picture. Right. That is end to end the amount of time sink. Um, if you figure out how much you're earning an hour and right. split, you know, that half an hour, you can afford a social media manager. Yeah, yeah. Um, there are a lot of us out there and a lot of us are amazingly reasonable. And being able to reach out to those content creators who do this and live this day in and day right. out, who are as much as an ex of an expert as you are at your business um, it's, it's, it takes a lot of stress off of you. It is crazy. Cause, um, here in the studio, we have conversation with clients as well is that it's just not the studio time, but it can take upwards of five hours of, um, to, you know, all told for a show between the scheduling, the booking, the pre-production, the, uh, the event itself. Cause we consider this an event, um, as well as then the post-production, but then on all of the other uh, syndicated platforms, because we have a, a lot of it automated, but you still have to have some hands-on and some eyes, eyeballs looking at it and uh, tweaking it. So, um, so 
who are the uh, who's a good well first of all if you would give out your contact information for people listening how would they reach out to you and find uh, re- you know find you Sure. If you want to learn more about Casmio, you can go to facebook.com slash Casmio and like our page. If you have any questions or need a media contact, uh, you can get a hold of me at, at the Sister Geek on Twitter, uh, facebook.com slash the Sister Geek Consulting, and live L-I-V at the sistergeek.com. All right, well said. And once again, you're listening to the Co-Founders Podcast. Rich Casanova here um, with our sponsor, WeWork. Uh, so check them out at wework.com and uh, probusinesschannel.com. We're speaking with Liv Sagan, and let's pick up now. Talk to us about what's next. Um, what do you see big picture or, or on your short list, short term and long term here? For Casmio, yeah. it is um, getting our MVP um, minimum viable product. Uh, if you're not familiar with the parlance, <laughs> getting that finished. Um, we are incredibly close. Okay. Um, and getting that rolled out, which will be here um, within the next couple of months. Okay. Um, the coolest thing to me about Casmio is that I actually work with the same team on Casmio that I do on my other business. So right. <laughs> we're able to kind of weave things together and work yeah. on them simultaneously. Um but pretty soon we're opening up um, to kind of a, a private alpha. Um, so keep an eye out for that. And if you want any updates, you can go like our Facebook page. Excellent. And um, so how do you uh, meet and engage with clients or how do they find you typically? I go to an obscene number of networking events. Okay. Um, I, what are some of your favorites <laughs> or on your short list? <laughs> um, anyone that will let me in the door. All right. Um, I, I, I will show up to a potato-related networking event if it's, <laughs> nice. if it's within the metro Atlanta area. Right. Um, I love getting out and getting in front of people. I love talking to people, and I love networking with people. Um, how I find clients, both you know, for Casmio in terms of getting um, content creators signed up to kind of test it, um, or my my, my agency business um, is just being out, just putting myself out there, um, just being open to having those conversations and also finding the people on the edges of the room who may not look, be looking like they're engaging right, and right. walking up to those folks. Um, mm-hmm. That's actually usually where I get some of my best conversations. All right. And um, we're going to incorporate a new thing in the show and try to... Um, oh, man. Yeah, this is brand new. So, uh, <laughs> so hold tight. So um, we're going to... Test moving forward, asking each guest as we uh, close out an episode to say, so so tomorrow Google, uh, that call comes from Google, and they're going to buy you out, right? And um, but the only stipulation is starting tomorrow, you um, uh, once they own your business and walk away, you can't be um, have your hands in any business for the next year, okay, in any capacity. But they're going to give you. I oh, mean, but man. we're talking Google money, right? So I know, they got insane but... money, right? That you wouldn't have to ever work again. But as an entrepreneur, we're inclined to kind of jump into the next project, right? So where would you go? Where would you move? Where would you take your family? Um, okay, I was worried the question would be whether or not I would do it because that would be a harder question. Well, for that's, me. but that's this is, this is <laughs> hypothetical. So we're going to assume you're going to go ahead and take the money, okay. right? Yeah, you're not going to do what? Uh, what was the the um, uh, Groupon? Yeah. Right. You remember their story? Yes. Um, so they were they were everywhere. There was in, there was insane um, uh, what was happening with Groupon. It it, it, it was like Uber, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and they got the call from Google. Google um, six billion dollar offer. Yeah. And what they say? No, no, we're good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we're good. <laughs> have you? Had, what's the last time we heard the word Groupon? Yeah. 
right? So take the money, first of all, okay, right? Okay, take yeah, the yeah. money. Because it's going to be I'll insane amount of money. money. So uh, hypothetically, so you take the money. But the only stipulation is, again, that you can't uh, be on social media, if you will. You can't be promoting any type of business. Okay. Uh, new venture, related or not related, right? So you have to take a year sabbatical. Okay. Okay. But you've got more money than anybody could spend. All right. Uh, so where would you go? Um, why and what would you do? Um, good question. Good question. Good question. Easier question than whether or not I would take the money. And I can yeah. feel I can feel my team yelling at me yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would go to, and they're very close in proximity to each other, either Newburyport, Massachusetts or Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Okay. Um, I spent a summer up there as an intern and completely okay. fell in love with the area. Um, by so a, now we're in New Hampshire. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> what would occupy your time? Um, I would, c- you couldn't generate any money off. I it. couldn't. Could be- oh, well then I could just, um, save, uh, the novel I'm being pushed to publish okay. a novel hell, um, right. which will definitely not be done in a year. Right, uh, yeah. <laughs> so not got feel- a few of those chapters. Yeah. Oh man. Um, yeah, I would probably, I would finish that. Um, I would probably read a lot more than I currently do yeah. and sleep a lot more than I currently do. Um, and b- on day seven, I would lose my mind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. That's the only catch. Whatever. Yeah. The only catch. So, so you, um, so you would, uh, m- maybe travel or, um, yeah, I would yeah. probably travel. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, um, I'm sorry. I don't have a better answer. No, 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 I, yeah. I that's would have definitely every- overthought the answer and had an amazing one prepared. Yeah, that's why we don't <laughs> want to do that. Yeah, so uh, that's our first entry in. Um, uh, what if Google called? That's our segment. Yeah, <laughs> I am glad to to be the inaugural entrant. <laughs> All right, so uh, so Liv, um, what else would we need to know at this point before we um, sign off? Uh, well, t- just about networking events. Um, any of those groups come to mind, or do you have any uh, preferences or? or uh, for people that want to attend a networking event, maybe they're new here in Atlanta. I love the resource that is Pro Networkers website. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, I use Pro Net. Yeah, I love Corey. Um, if you're kind of on the startup side of things versus the kind of traditional network, um, if it's on Hypopotamus, I'm probably yeah, there. Yeah. Um, but if you ever see me, uh, if you ever are have a marketing question or anything, I am the lady with the giant frizzy brown Hermione hair at an event. <laughs> I'm very easy to find, and I'm always there. So, um, right. yeah, my, my advice for anyone for networking events, don't go to the ones that sound like you. So I, I never yes. find anyone that I truly am learning things from oh, yeah. at, you know, small business owners under 29 oh, or yeah. something like I go to the ones that are in like Hall County for that's, truck drivers and they're amazing. <laughs> that's a good, um, takeaway. Yeah. It's a good <laughs> observation. Yeah. Um, yeah, because, for example, they have network- the uh, group called Networking Under 40 and Networking mm-hmm. Over 40. And um, um, so I ju- If I could sneak into Networking Over 40, I well, would Well, actually, do it. They, they generally allow that. They don't allow the really? reverse. But, yeah. so um, Oh, man, you've so changed my world. I think that's happening tomorrow as well. So we'll talk after the show. Yeah. So um, one more time, how would folks reach out to you? What's the best point of contact? You can find me at thesistergeek.com. If you want to learn more about Casmio, you can go to facebook.com slash Casmio. And if you want to get a hold of me directly, you can email live at thesistergeek.com or approach the frizzy-haired lady at any networking (laughs) event. All right. Thanks, frizzy-haired lady, uh, a.k.a. Liv. See you next time. Thank you for joining Rich Casanova and his guests on the Pro Business Channel. Use the social media links here to share today's show and stay tuned for the next episode of Co-Founders Radio.